Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, back with another episode here in The Truth, back with another Madden podcast. Guys, I do not know the last time I did a Madden podcast. I know it's been requested, though, ever since I used to do them back in the day. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing the Madden 24 Ultimate Kickoff. And for those that have no idea what you're talking about, it's totally fine. I'm going to go ahead and explain that to you right now. So first off, what is the MCS or Madden Competitive Series? Madden Competitive Series is, in a nutshell, basically professional Madden players, or just Madden players in general, but if you make a live event, you're practically a professional playing against each other for money. And, you know, they go in tournaments, you know, everyone that makes a live event gets, let's say, $15,000. If you win the tournament, you get $150,000. It depends on the tournament, obviously. But there is a $1.7 million prize pool in the ultimate kickoffs. So there is a lot of money on the grabs there. As mentioned, a chunk of that goes to everybody. Even guys that don't make the live events tend to get paid as well. But it's basically a collection of Madden tournaments, Madden pros. It's been going on, it seems like, forever. I think Madden 16, Madden 17 is when it started. And it has evolved. I mean, typically, it would do things like the Madden Bowl, where the Madden Bowl would go over basically the, the Super Bowl of Madden players. Most recently, you know, in 1920, they'd have the club championships, they'd have like the ultimate kickoff, you know, sometimes they'd have a Thanksgiving special. Club championships is also my favorite one, and then they got rid of the clubs, which is very sad because there was an, a representative from every team. Each individual NFL team would have their own tournament, and then the winners would represent each other, and so on and so forth. And it was really great because when you have these tournaments, there's usually eight people in the tournaments, depending on the tournament, whatever, but usually the MCS tournaments are eight live event players. Um, club championship featured 32 and everyone would cheer for a team I don't know why they didn't bring back the club championships in that past couple of Maddens because I think that was their biggest money grabber just because like I said there was a representative from every team it also made it a lot easier to make the live because you had to pick the right club and win the club and then it's 32 people compared to 8 that was my favorite they've done the Madden drafts or the mud draft which is basically the mud draft mode and into a tournament they've done all sorts of things and every year it changes like last year kickoff ultimate Thanksgiving Madden Bowl um, all that fun stuff. This year, however, they have the Ultimate Kickoff and then four Ultimate Challenges and then the Madden Bowl. So basically, the Ultimate Kickoff and the Ultimate Challenge gets you MCS points to go ahead and you know make the Madden Bowl. Because if to make the Madden Bowl, you have to have a certain amount of Madden Bowl points or MCS points. And for making the Madden Bowl, you also it's the highest paid tournament of the summer because or the season just because it's also you know the most populated. Per se, it's the end of the year, so everyone has the opportunity to make it by you know the ultimate kickoff, the ultimate challenges, and have you know their MCS points to get it. Usually, if you finish like first or second in a tournament, to you automatically get a bid. So there's some auto bids in there. It is usually pretty interesting. If you unfortunately don't make the ultimate Madden Bowl, for example, you maybe make an event or two. Or you don't make an event at all. They have something called the LCQ, and I'm assuming they're bringing it back this year. But it's basically after the ultimate uh, ultimate challenge number four. The LCQ is the loser's qualifying bracket, and basically the top two people in the losing or LCQ make the Madden Bulls wild cards. But the LCQ is usually full of sweats because these are the professionals of professionals that didn't make the 8 cut or 12 cut or whatever it is per Madden Bowl. And they're grinding it out, and it's an absolute grind, but you know, again, that's what the Madden players play for. There's literally guys that make a profession by playing Madden. So it's really fun, it's really exciting. I've always loved playing Madden. I was pretty good at it, Madden 20. Played a lot of salary cap, was number four in the world at times, etc. But I've never really actually tried an MCS tournament. One of the reasons why is because I'm a college baseball player, and another reason why is the fact that I'm just not good enough at the moment. It would be fun to try though down the line and maybe have success with, but 
for me right now I just can't do it it's unfortunate but you know it's part of the thing and that's something that you know it only I guess motivates me to be a MCS player down the line but anyways guys so there's some guys in here that have absolutely just made their way to the mark through Madden look let's go ahead and look at the power rankings they have power rankings for Madden players okay one is Henry, two is Dez, three is Wesley, four is Noah up next, five is Kiv, six is Fancy, seven is Decroft, eight is Cleft the God, nine is Dreeny, and ten is Mr. Football. There's a total of 50. I'm not going to go through all them, but just kind of give you a feel for that. And obviously, you move up and down power rankings. It really doesn't mean much. It just mainly gives you player profiles, and then obviously, typically guys that are higher up in the power rankings are having better seasons, etc. So it's kind of a fun way to just kind of play in touch with that. And the MCS always would do live events. Like you played the live events in live events. But once COVID hit, they switched back to an in-person format where guys would play in their living room, have their video cams, etc. Madden Bowl last year was the first event since COVID happened where they actually were able to do a live event. And live events are always great because guys, you know, they're playing head-to-head -head in an environment right next to each other compared to being in different states, different countries even. So yeah, the live event format just makes it so much better. It makes it so much easier to have fun. It makes it so much easier to be more competitive because like I said, these guys just absolutely berate each other sometimes. There's been some good moments like Noah, just in general in that Madden 20 Classic, just talking his way to a belt. Spoto, I think everyone remembers Spoto yelling at Skimbo. I don't remember which bull it was. It was when uh, Skimbo, or I'm sorry, Spoto lost the bull final. But uh, it was pretty funny to say the least. Spoto was going at Skim and he told him to get back in the booth and ended up winning that game. So it was pretty solid there. So there's some been some funny moments there. And um, the live event stage is something that's just completely different. It's glad that it's back. It's technically the first, well, I, w I wouldn't say it's the first live event, but it, as I mentioned, it, the Madden Bowl last year was the first live event back. But it's the first season of live events, which is something that's going to be great. So let's go ahead and brave you, uh, preview the uh, the matchups here starting off in the quarterfinals the number one overall seed here Henry taking on the number 50 seed in the power ranking Dubby so this one I'm gonna go with um, Henry winning this game 34 to 13 look Henry is the seasoned vet Henry has won five belts he's gotten uh, seven hundred thirty thousand dollars seven hundred fifty six thousand dollars and guys he's just 19 years old he broke out into the scene 16 17 years old I believe he won his first belt there at the bowl I think it was Madden 20 Madden 22 or Madden 21 one of the two won his first bowl then went on a three bull streak and then lost uh, the final last year to Dez the ultimate Madden Bowl final so you know through and thick Henry's been the guy that's been consistent I mean $756,000 this dude can retire already be the greatest of all time he's already surpassed the most championship belts there with five I think Skimbo and Drini if I'm not mistaken have three belts I know Skimbo has three belts and I think another person has three belts but Henry's in a league of his own going up against Dubby the season bet look Dubby won his last bowl his only bowl madden 17 bowl champion versus problem two champions right there like henry's the go w and problem guys like that you can say are the goals of the past but henry is the mcs go he's been there done that w's a guy you know he's been a streamer dubbed up on twitch obviously a lot of people expect him to kind of go into the mix and be a guy that competes i think he's 30 35 let me try to see if i can find out old he is henry's 19 so kind of the gold goat excuse me of the new series and then going up against the old the goat uh dubby that was a goat before look dubby had a long road to get here i don't know the last time he's been in an mcs event maybe it was the madden 17 bowl 
But Dubby now, where he was able to beat D-Craft there in the championship game to get into the the live event, Dubby's 35 years old, has that one belt, has 139,750 career earnings. Beat D-Craft. I highly suggest if you guys want to see him beat D-Craft, go check it out. He got really emotional after winning that game. It's been a long time coming for him. He could tell that he was going to win. It's been a long time coming. He was able to do, I guess, just let his emotions out. So it was quite cool to see. Obviously very sad, but yeah, it was, it was kind of nice for him to just get back. I think that's one of the things, you know, I think a lot of people kind of prey on a streamer's downfall, per se. A lot of people don't expect uh, streamers to have success because they're streaming all their games, but Dubby's one of the more influential people in the Madden community. He's been there, done that, and for him to get that emotional after winning that game, again, it's been a long time coming for him, so he's hoping to, you know, kind of take a win there. But the biggest thing with him is, as he said, you know, we're going to San Francisco and getting back in that live event. You know, this game with Henry winning 34-13, to I think Henry just does everything well, and I think Henry's too new school for Dubby. Look, I haven't been able to watch Dubby really play. I've watched him briefly, but a lot of these guys are meta players. You know, there's some guys that are primarily passers, gun bunchers, guys that are runners, just straight runners, etc. But for me, I think the biggest thing with Henry, and, and Dubby for that matter, is just the fact that um, you know this is an old school versus new school matchup. These are guys that you'd expect to be maybe in a bowl or bowl final, just comparing the two. But I think Henry's just too new school for Dubby. It'll be a good match, but I think Henry does pull away there. And maybe it's competitive at first, and Henry gets a pick six or something like that, but he's just too good. Game two, John Beast ranked 17 in the power rankings, taking on the 21st ranked Gabagol. John Beast, in my opinion, wins this game 20 to 17. John Beast is familiar with the ultimate kickoff. Won the Madden 22 ultimate kickoff, so he has won his belt, and it wasn't the ultimate kickoff to start the season. Look, winning the ultimate kickoff, especially to start the season, just sets the tone for the rest of the MCS because obviously whoever wins the bowl is the champ until the next tournament, and then it's the ultimate kickoff, and it's really kind of just to see who's the best to start the season. And it looks like, you know, in 2000 and Madden 22, I should say, it was John Beast and winning that belt there for him. His first belt, he has 228,600 career earnings. And uh, yeah, so he's he's been familiar in this tournament. He's had success here, which is one of the reasons why I think John Beast is gonna win. Hoodie John Beast is also different. Look, John Beast is the hoodie. Um, he's one of those guys that he kind of talks a little bit. I don't know the last. I don't know if he's ever been in a live event or if he has. I haven't remembered. I think maybe it was in a live event when he beat Joke there, which I'll talk about in a second. But Hoodie John Beast is different, bro. He's a man on a mission there when he's in his hoodie. And as the joke John Beast game that I mentioned earlier, I'll never forget that game. It was in the clubs. It was the Steelers versus the Browns. Joke had it. He threw a pick to John Beast. John Beast runs all the way to the uh, on a pick with time right now and gets uh, drops down and, and wins on a walk off field goal. I think that game in of itself really made John Beast a name for himself and really made him a guy that people were going to start taking seriously. I think that was Madden twenty one, maybe Madden twenty there. I think it was the last season of the club. So for him to do that and have the success that he did was just huge for John Beast and his career moving forward. Going up against Gabigol, look, Gabigol's a career 26-16 and 16 record, no belts. One of those guys that's sometimes in it, sometimes not. He's an interesting player from the times that I've seen him. Not too much information about him, but he is a guy that has played consistently. He has played in some matchups that are pretty consistent. And look, having a winning record in the MCS is definitely a huge milestone. It's really hard to do with all these pros that are in there. So career 26-16 and 16 record, I have to kind of look up some more information to see what his last finish is. But he's won some key games, lost some key games as well. He's kind of right in the mix there. That's why I have the matchup being a 20-17 win. I think it's a good even game. I do think John Beast does pull away with the victory, though, against Gabigol. Next matchup, we got number two, Dez, taking on number 20, K-Mac. I'm going to go with K-Mac winning this game 23-21. to 
Dez, in his rookie season last year in Madden 23, won two belts last year. It was the ultimate Thanksgiving versus Clef in his first uh, MCS event. And then the Madden Bowl versus Henry and the, the GOAT, <laughs> newcomer GOAT. Both guys are still relatively young. Dez beat Henry there. I didn't think a lot of people... I wouldn't say a lot of people didn't take Dez seriously, but a lot of times guys win their first belt and they think, okay, you got to win another belt to kind of prove themselves even more. For Dez, he won that first game and just kind of, or the first belt and just kind of continued moving forward. Had $352,500 in earnings last year. And guys, he's just 17 years old, has two championship belts in his first season. He's going to be a man on a mission going into this season. I think he's going to have a little bit of a hangover effect from his honeymoon season. I think K-Mac, the seasoned vet, is going to come into this game and win. You know, Dez has a unique style. Biggest thing with him is his confidence. I think a lot of people were questioning to see if his, he was going to have confidence going into that matchup there against Henry and just in the ultimate Madden Bowl as a whole. But he had some swagger on him. When things were going his way, he was letting people know about it. And that's something that's huge in the MCS community is having confidence, especially in those live events because you don't want those guys to shake you. And he didn't allow them to get shaken. He was the guy that was in the control from the get-go. He was the guy that had tremendous success for them moving forward. Looking at K-Mac here, another streamer, a guy that probably doesn't stream as often as W. He's obviously streamed, an influencer, whatever you want to call him. He's a guy that, again, streamers, I think, typically do well if they're able to get to this point. Yeah, everyone kind of looks at the, and sees what they're doing, but at the end of the day, bro, these streamers are running meta typically. So having the meta success that they've been having is something that's going to be huge for them moving forward. I think that's one of the reasons why I think K-Mac's going to win. Yeah, Dez runs unique style, runs some meta, but K-Mac is another meta guy. I think Dez gets upset here, as mentioned. You know, there's always that one upset, at least to start the season. And so I think it's going to be K-Mac beating Dez and kind of setting the tone. But don't worry, I think Dez will be back in a couple more semifinals or even finals. And the final quarterfinal matchup, number nine, ranked Drini taking on unranked the King. I'm going to go with Drini winning 31-17. to Drini is my favorite MCS player. He's a seasoned vet. He's been there, done that. Has two belts. He won the Madden 19 Bowl versus Spoto. That was the one where I talked about Spoto getting after Scambo. I can't think of the off one off the top of my head, but he has 411,000 career earnings. Winning two belts, yeah, the Madden Bowl is a big chunk of that. I think it was around 200,000. But having 411,000 career earnings is one of the highest as far as career earnings are concerned and only winning two belts. It shows that he makes a lot of deep runs when he does make these live event tournaments. And that's one of the things I think is going to be going well for him, having the experience there. He's a guy that's won it. He lost the club championship final to Voltrax when he was the Jaguars going against the Cardinals. I believe that was Madden 20. So he's a guy that's a seasoned vet. He's been to the finals many times. He's had a good amount of success. He's made the semifinals as well and has just been a good overall player in the Madden community. The King, the only... I really only remember him for, I think it was a Ravens club. It was whenever the formation where you had all down linemen in the quarterback and just run a quarterback power all game, that was when I remembered the King. That was where he had a lot of success and did that. So he's a heavily meta player. He has had some other appearances as well, but hasn't really named the big name for himself. He's unranked for a reason. You know, they haven't put the respect on his name. But I think, you know, Drini winning 31-17, Drini's just a well-rounded player. I think his defense is extremely underrated. He is a good offensive-minded player, but his defense wins him games. I think getting a stop here against the King is going to be huge. The King is known for his offense, maybe not so as much as his defense. So kind of intriguing styles, and at the end of the day, I always say that defense wins championships. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Drini winning that matchup. Taking a look at the semifinals, I'm going to have Henry versus John Beast, the first matchup between the two. I'm going to go with John Beast upsetting Henry 27 to 24. Every time I did Madden predictions or MCS predictions, you know, I was always saying that Henry was going to eventually get upset, and he never did. But I think if there's one guy to upset Henry, it's going to be John Beast. He upset Echo Joe Fox. 
Joke Fox, excuse me. He's upset some other guys as well. He's won the ultimate kickoff. Look, this is his tournament here. I think he wins 27 to 24. And again, Henry, I think he's going to go with the white tee. I think Hoodie John Beast is going to beat the white tee there and have a good amount of success for him. So I'm going to go with Henry losing that game there to John Beast. Next matchup, we got K-Mac taking on Drini. I'm going to go with K-Mac beating Drini here 31 to 20. First match between the two as well. K-Mac has played Dez, so he's used to primetime games. If you guys do follow K-Mac on YouTube, he did showcase a K-Mac Dez matchup, I believe it was. So it's had some good quality of success there against guys like that. And Dez is hot right now. Drini is a seasoned vet. You know, Drini, I think his defense is going to come out to bite him in this game. K-Mac is usually a way prolific, more offensive player than Drini. Drini's just a consistent offensive player. So K-Mac, I think, is going to go into this one and win at 31-20. to And I think upsetting Drini there. Which leaves the final to be John Beast versus K-Mac. And I'm going to go with John Beast winning 30-24. to I think John Beast gets his second belt here in the ultimate kickoff. His second belt in just the MCS as a whole. John Beast is better than K-Mac in my opinion. I think John Beast is a little bit underrated. I think a lot of people give him respect, but not the amount of respect that he deserves, especially at the beginning of the season. Has tremendous success at the beginning of the season. I know you can make the argument that the end of the season is way more important than the beginning of the season, but at the end of the day, having success that John Beast has had throughout his career is important for you know success down the line. So we'll go ahead and see what happens with this Madden kickoff, but it should be fun, should be exciting. I believe it's a two-day event. I highly recommend you guys go check that out on Madden Competitive Gaming on YouTube and Twitch. It's always super fun. I'm a Madden player myself. I'm never a as good as those guys but it is fun watching that Madden all day long or not necessarily all day long just evening long good matchups there should be fun should be exciting I'm curious to see a your thoughts on the Madden for this season but on top of that just seeing the overall arching um, games the tournaments a little bit of different complex I believe six live event tournaments so a lot of things to be excited about for this Madden season. I hope you guys are excited. I know the competitors are excited. I think they're probably making their way to San Francisco right now with the tournament starting tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Truth. I hope you guys did enjoy it. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter. The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value. Until next time, I'm your host, the one you love the most. If you guys want to see some more Madden podcasts, I'm planning on doing Madden previews probably for all the events down the line. Let me know. But until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Take care and good night.